Welcome to Live to Grind. My name is Brennan T. Adams, serial entrepreneur, inventor, TV creator, and speaker, passionate about helping others create something great and become unforgettable. Join me each week to discuss practical ways to help you increase your income and impact as an influencer in your industry. My goal is to help you take your business and lifestyle to the next level. Now let's get started. Welcome back to the Live to Grind podcast show. I'm Brendan C. Adams, and we're going to the next chapter of my book, and it's all about getting media attention. How do you get exposure? How do you get on TV? How do you get it on the cover of a magazine? How do you get write-ups online? How do you get publicity so you can build awareness about what you're doing and, and build your credibility, build your brand? In this chapter, I'm going over how to get media attention, how I've done it over the years, and how you can do it too. It's way easier than most people make it out to be. Trust me, I know, because when I started, I I learned by doing. But I share with you all the secrets on how to get media attention for you, your business, and your brand. So let's jump right into it for chapter 12 of the book on how to get media attention. Chapter 12, how to get media attention. The proven process that anyone can apply to get massive media attention. How to get massive media attention. You know, over the past few years, I've really learned how to get a lot of media attention for my business, well, different businesses. And the beginning, I started off because I couldn't afford to pay a PR firm. I couldn't afford to, to pay for the publicity. I learned from just doing my, my own different things. And what you're going to learn in this in this chapter is how to get on TV, how to get in on your podcast shows, how to get on blogs, how to basically get uh, anything you need for massive media attention, and how I've been able to myself get on Grant Cardone's show, Ask the Pro, or getting Ty Lopez's house into a two and a half hour webinar and be able to have my my knowledge and videos put up in their video vault for their 67 steps. And I've been able to get on the cover of USA Today, cover a national wide magazines, Inventors Digest, over 100 podcast shows, and, and be on media all over the country. And, and even in, featured in Huffington Post, Inc., Entrepreneur, Influencer, you name it. So it's really not that hard after going through it. And I'll start with this. If you give the producer, the journalist, what they want, you're going to get what you want. If you lay it on a platter for them and make their job easy and give them a damn good story, you're going to be featured. And that's what I've learned. But let's go through the journey that I took and how... I first learned it the hard way and from trial and error in my own endeavors, but then tweaked it and eventually became really good at it and one of the best in the country, if you ask me. I believe I, I know how to get PR better than anyone. Anyways, so starting off, when I first got started, I think my first ever media, I, I, at least I can remember in my early days, was for Arctic Stick. I For Arctic Stick at Iowa State University, they wanted to feature my idea because I was able to take it forward after school, um, after college it was, and and move forward with the idea because it was for a class project in Kevin Kimley's Econ 334 class. And I won the class competition. It was like 500 bucks. I graduated in 2012. 
end up working with Cactus Jack Behringer, and he got me on uh, America's Got Money. It was a pilot run of a TV show, which never got picking up, but it was my first, that was one of my first like experiences on the camera, and I realized I liked to be in front of the camera, and that's where I met Tana Gertz and, and uh, Noah McNeely and some other great people. <clears throat> From that experience, I used that story of taking my invention, Arctic Stick, to the next level, getting on a pilot run a TV show, and basically sent that email to Kevin Kimley the the professor of that class and I did it very strategically because I knew if he saw a success story that they would be more likely to feature it because it looks good on their program and for me I laid it all out in the email which allowed me to get a two-page write-up in a magazine at Iowa State University so that was the beginning of me getting my first publicity is really through Arctic Stick and then fast forward is back when I got to The Apprentice, and we talked about earlier. During The Apprentice competition, I did a lot of different crazy things while working with Tana Gertz to be able to win our competition. And I got on TV because of her connections. And I also had the, the chance to be able to get on radio and a lot of other great stations in uh, Des Moines. It's because I had the relationship with Tana and with some other people in Des Moines that I got connected to. So in that instance, it was really all who you know. But I was great. I, I had my chance to put me on TV or radio. Like I was a great communicator, and I just I knew how to do it. I remember one of the first commercials I did was with Tana Gertz. We went to the TV station, and we had no idea what the commercial was going to be about. We had to do a 30-second commercial uh, promoting Endura, Iowa, the nonprofit that we were raising money for for the competition. And... We, we went there and we thought we were going to have a script. We had nothing. And back and forth, we impromptued it. And literally within 20 minutes, we created a 30-second commercial that aired all throughout Des Moines and the state of Iowa that was really good. And we, we just our synergy off each other and how we're able to make it happen was great. And at that point, I realized that I was good in front of the camera and I realized that I, I could do this. And that was one of the first times. And during that apprentice competition, I did some crazy things to be able to get media attention so we could raise more money and get ourselves out there. And one of the things I did is I slept in a tent for 48 hours in the cold. And the next, literally the next day, I went and ran a half marathon until I dropped. I barely walked for a week. But these are things I did that. I was hoping to get media attention because something is unique and different, and uh, I ended up getting a few stories done on me, but that was my first time really getting some media attention, and where things kind of fast forward is when I went to, it was June of 2014, when I was going to do a crowdfunding campaign. I knew for Kickstarter, I needed to get media attention. I Obviously, I leveraged some of the connections that I had from the apprentice competition with Tana Gertz when I was in Des Moines. But I, again, some of the things I'm going to talk about later in this chapter, I am going to teach you to apply in your business and for getting media attention. But these are some things that I had yet to know the actual so-called formula of getting media attention, uh, but I was really applying it. So one of them was Shark Tank Casting Call was coming to Des Moines. I was... I was getting ready for the the launch of the crowdfunding campaign for Arctic Stick, and this is July 2014, and it was July 13th of 2014 during my crowdfunding campaign where Shark Tank Casting Call came to town, and I knew I had a, it was an opportunity. There was a uh, Shark Tanks coming to town. Everybody was talking about it, and for me, 
I was one of the people that was going to pitch. And for them, they obviously are looking for a great story to talk about the ties of the Shark Tank. So I kept uh, emailing all the people at the Des Moines Register at that time when I lived there. And when I emailed them, I said, hey, I got a great story. I'm doing a crowdfunding campaign for Arctic Stick, which at that time I... I did the rookie mistake of basically looking for self-promotion, but I emailed literally everybody at the Des Moines Register, and they all they all knew it. But one of them that I had reached out to is Marco Santana, who was the the writer of the tech section in Des Moines. Which now, uh, funny how things work, he actually is at the Orlando Centennial. He's actually in Orlando now, just right down the street from me. At that time, I didn't think I was going to be moving to Orlando, Florida, but he was one of the the first people that I remember that gave me a great story, and Marco had me come in to the studio, and he did a quick video of me talking about my invention Arctic Stick, and I was going to pitch on Shark Tank casting call. He took some photos. I saw the opportunity, and he ended up putting me, it was a Saturday morning, I was on the cover of the business section for for Shark Tank casting call, it said uh, had my picture, my name, and my invention, the Arctic Stick, and that was one of my first big media exposures that I got. And so many people had contacted me from that situation, and some contacts actually I still uh, have relationships with today. I was persistent. And I, I saw the timely at that time. It's a timely thing. It was the Shark Tank casting call. They're looking for a story. I was on tour, going to pitch a Shark Tank casting call, and I leveraged that and I'm getting on the cover of Shark Tank casting call or of the Des Moines Register. And I got on the cover of that two days before the actual. Shark Tank casting call people were in town. So I already got their attention. My thing is, before I ever take on a project, before I ever go to an event or something, I want to get people's attention before I even go. And that was a great way. And you got the, the producers of the show's attention. And when I went to to actually go in line for Shark Tank casting call, people knew me. They're like, you're that Arctic Stick guy. And even, so I was like, can we get a picture with you? And I had the paper in front of me uh, and with me to, to show credibility. But what I did is something, this is what's different. Again, like I said before, you got to do things that make you stand out and things that are a great story worthy. So I was in line. I saw the opportunity to, I saw cameras. And again, I was trying to promote for my Kickstarter campaign for Arctic Stick, but I said, screw it. I'm going to do something different. And you know, if it's if I look like an idiot, I don't care. And, but if I get some uh, publicity out of it, great. So I did is I gave the, my phone to my girlfriend, Samantha, to record this. And I went in front of the line with, uh, basically went in front of the line with the Arctic Stick and said, hey, listen up, everybody. My name is Brent Adams. I am the inventor of the Arctic Stick. And you may have seen me on the cover of Des Moines Register, but I want to give you my pitch for the Arctic Stick. I gave my pitch. Need to say the cameras were filming all this. Everybody had known me at that point. They thought it was crazy. Some thought I was it was smart for what I did. Some thought I was stupid. Whatever. Right after that, Marco Santana, who actually gave me the cover of Des Moines Register, that article, he came up and he said, "Hey, we're recording this. Um, you have ten seconds to give your pitch, and I'm going to cut you off. So talk about a time when you better be ready for giving your pitch." He filmed it. I gave my pitch in 10 seconds, fast as ever day. gave it, said my name, my product, where I was from. It wasn't until that night I found out that I made the cover of the online USA Today, and it had my video giving the pitch. 
because I did something that stood out. I did something that, you know, I didn't care what people thought, but it got the attention of the cameras and Marco and all the journalists, which gave me a lot of media attention for my crowdfunding campaign and for, for my product itself, which is great credibility, which after you get on the cover of USA Today, it obviously helps you for getting other publicity and other outlets. But that was one experience that I'll never forget. And even when I went into the Shark Tank casting call, we, they kept us after because of the energy that we had, my girlfriend and I, and they filmed us, which ended up they were going to use for a commercial for U.S. Cellular because they were the sponsors of the Shark Tank casting call. But we never got to make a deal on Shark Tank. Uh, but we did get that publicity. It's well worth it. It was a great experience. But that was one of the first real big experiences I got for publicity from doing that on Kickstarter. Throughout that Kickstarter campaign for Arctic Stick, I got on a radio show, I got on a couple newspapers, and I, again, got on USA Today. But these are just some of my first beginning of getting publicity. And this is before I even really knew what I was doing. To fast forward things, come February 8th of 2015, I end up starting my own podcast show, the University of Young Entrepreneurs, which is now the Live to Grind podcast show. And I knew I had to build my own platform, my own audience, and my own marketing outlet to promote my product at the time, Arctic Stick, but also to, to build my audience for anything in the future and build leverage to be able to have people on my show. And I started doing that, and I was very consistent with that. And it wasn't until eight weeks later I made top 50 most influential new business podcasts on iTunes, which I leveraged the hell out of to get more credibility, to get on more shows and get more guests on my show. And I got new and noteworthy and, and so many other things after that. But I was building my own platform. And then it was when I had Clint Arthur on my show, it was back in May of 2015, Clint Arthur came to my show. And he talked about how to get on TV anywhere, and he was, he was on Good Morning America, and he came on my show. It's one of the podcast shows that we have, if you can check out on my site, burningtadams.com. He talked about how to get publicity, get on TV, and after that show, we end up making a deal for me to attend his celebrity launch pad. In, in LA, in Hollywood. You know, at that time, I was like, oh, I, I, I've been on TV before, or whatever. I told him, like, hey, Clint, I've been on TV. I don't need this. He's like, well, why not become even better? So I'm taking him up on that, which was a great decision. And I drove, and that's when I did the, the it was a nine day trip and literally slept in my truck. I did the whole trip to California for less than $1,000. And I went to Celebrity Launchpad and met some great people that I'm still friends with today. Some have been on my podcast show. Shane Hunter has been on my show. And uh, even got to meet uh, Tanya Brown, who is the youngest sister of Nicole Brown Simpson, uh, which another celebrity and some other great people in that room. One who is actually uh, was one of the co-founders of iHeartRadio and even wrote speeches for President Barack Obama. And just a, a great group of people in there. And uh, Daniel... Hall was another one who's been on my show and now I've been on his show a few times as well was in that room but what we learned is we learned how to get on TV anywhere and I highly suggest if you do want to learn how to specifically just get on TV and learn how to act on TV 
you need to check out Clint Arthur's Celebrity Launchpad. It's a game-changing experience, and I, I suggest it to anyone. But in that instance, I learned how to get on TV. And what we did at the end of the actual seminar on the last day, we pitched to producers, and we were able to get on TV. And that, right after that seminar, literally two days later, I went to my first time in Albuquerque, New Mexico, is when I went on TV. And from there, I... Went on TV in Albuquerque, New Mexico, went to Jacksonville, Florida, Reno, Nevada, been on San Diego, California, Las Vegas, Indianapolis, Des Moines, Phoenix, Orlando, literally all over the country. I was on my TV media tour and because I had learned how to get on TV, it comes down to really giving the producer a great story and helping them do their job for them. There's a lot of other things that tie in there, the local hook from different entrepreneurs and uh, some other things. And one of my first ones, a thing that I had different than anybody else was I was a, a crowdfunding expert. What I did is I had wrote a book literally right after that seminar and wrote the book in like three days, Keys of the Crowd, Unlocking the Power of Crowdfunding, which made it easier for me to get on TV, but also I had some great content in that book that established me as an influencer in my industry. But I would go on TV across the country. I'm the only person in the world that does this is I'd go on TV, I would promote a local crowdfunding campaign in that city, which producers, they love to support the local entrepreneurs. So I'd promote that crowdfunding campaign that was live. And one of my favorite ones I did was in Albuquerque, New Mexico, when I promoted Jason Hanji's project on Kickstarter for his album, which 18 months later, he ended up sending me a thank you letter with uh, his album and me in the actual inside cover saying, thank you, Brennan T. Adams, which is a great experience and great moment I'll never forget, but I promoted people on TV, promoted their campaigns. At the time, they weren't even clients. Ended up being, I, I promoted my clients on TV, but it was that local approach. Entre- or producers love to actually feature anything that supported something local, so that was one hook, the local hook. The next one was Crowdfunding. People are fascinated by crowdfunding because it's a way to raise money for nonprofits, for businesses, or anything else. And there was nobody else going on TV talking about crowdfunding. So I was a unique story. And I structured out the, the three main tips to use to have crowdfunding success. I was entertaining on TV. I had props. I had a, a Canon 70D I would show. I, I would even at the time like show a Happy Meal. Like You'd have to see some of my pictures to understand why I did this. But there was things that I did that was entertaining. TV is entertainment. If you're going to go on TV, if you can give the producer something entertaining, if you can give them great content and make this story for them, they're going to have you on and they'll have you on again in the future. And that's what I did. I wore a suit. I always smile and I was energetic and I was my crazy self on TV and I helped support local campaigns. So that made me different, which allowed me to get on TV anywhere. And one of the things that I haven't accomplished yet, and maybe I will have accomplished by the time this book goes out, is to get on Good Morning America. Then one of my goals to do, and which will happen, and actually have gained relationship with uh, some of the producers there at Good Morning America, but again, it comes down to the timing and giving the right story. And really, everything I've applied for this, for getting on TV, I learned from Clint Arthur's Celebrity Launchpad, but I've used this to apply in other things for in terms of bloggers or or podcasters or anything else. And another great instance I had from my own podcasting experience is I got on the cover of Inventor's Digest. I had Lewis Foreman on my podcast show. This is back in July of 2015. This is actually during my TV media tour. And what I did 
is afterwards said, hey, I have a magazine. How about we potentially get you featured in there? And for me, I'm always to jump on opportunities, and that's what everybody should do, jump on something like that. And I immediately sent them 10 high-quality photos that I had from photo shoots. And this is why you should invest in yourself with a professional uh, photo shoots and photography and your personal brand because you can be used for everything. I did that, but also what I did is I, I gave them bullet points. I basically told my whole story and gave them a great story that they would want to use. They loved it so much that they end up using that, that to put me on the cover. I got on the cover in Vendor's Digest, which it was... 16 months later, I was still on the inside cover for them where it's a part of the magazine where you reorder your subscription. It showed mine, picture of me with my tie and on the front of the cover. That media exposure that I got was priceless. That's worth tens of thousands of dollars. I got it for free because I did the job for them. I gave them the visuals. I gave them a great story. I put the story on a platter for them and they took me up on it. Not only that, they put me on the cover of the magazine. So that was all because I did the job for them. I gave them great content. I gave them a great story. And that's what it comes down to for anything they're going to do. And let's, let's go into podcasting. So when I was doing crowdfunding, obviously my unique story was I was a crowdfunding expert. I helped people raise money. But after I helped John Lee Dumas raise $453,000 for the Freedom Journal in 33 days, that was that was a great story. And let me tell you also, I the day of the launch of the campaign, I went on TV in San Diego and promoted the, the Freedom Journal at that time because it was a local, uh, or not a local, but it was a, it was a local. So it was a, it was a timely thing. Uh, during the first of the year, people are setting and accomplishing their goals. The Freedom Journal is all about setting and accomplishing your goal. The thing is, like TV would love that. If I gave him a story that had to do about New Year's resolutions, so that's a timely thing. But also the fact that John Lee Dumas lived in San Diego, that was a local entrepreneur. So it all tied in perfectly, which got me on TV in San Diego, which is much harder to do because it's a huge market. So that was my first, like I, I promoted John Lee Dumas and his campaign. Uh, but that unique story that I got from us raising $100,000 in 33 hours for a book and then almost a half a million in 30 33 days for the Freedom Journal is what caught the attention of so many people. So many people started contacting me, podcasters, everyone, which even caught the attention where I was able to land on Grant Cardone's show, Ask the Pro, and because he obviously thought it was unique the fact that I raised close to half a million dollars for a book. And that allowed me to get on Grant Cardone's show, and I, I showed my, my great content, and which a lot of people had reached out to me after seeing that, which led to the next step, me getting at Ty Lopez's house where... We did a two-and-a-half-hour webinar. I talked about crowdfunding, and then I got to sit in his room where you have the, you have the fish pool, and you, you see on all his Snapchats the chair sitting there and his books and everything else where I sat down and recorded for another couple hours. And if you buy Ty Lopez's 67 Steps, I'm actually in the video vault with uh, Mark Cuban and some other awesome entrepreneurs, but there's my videos in there talking about crowdfunding. 
And after that, the rest was history. I've been on, I've been able to go on over a hundred podcast shows since then. And every week I'm going on podcast shows and sometimes I have to turn them down because it gets to be time consuming. I mean, there's so many shows, thousands of podcast shows out there. And my next two that I'm actually, if you know anybody, and I've always said, if you want to be able to accomplish something, you got to tell the world what you want. The two shows that I do want to get on here in the next couple of years or year one, my buddy Lewis House, um, we've interviewed him, but I'd love to be able to come on Lewis House's podcast show, The School of Greatness, and two, Tim Ferriss, another podcaster that has some badass guests on his show, but Tim Ferriss' show is another show I'd love to get on. Those are two shows that I plan to get on in the future, but besides that, I mean, I've been able to get on every other show. It goes back to... Me have a unique story, value to add to the audience, something different, and doing their job for them. When I first reached out, I actually had my assistant at the time. I had Saba Ali be my part PR assistant, and I gave her the templates to send out. And it basically laid out, hey, here's the credibility. It said, Brandon T. Adams, crowdfunding expert. This way done, been featured in these shows and this publicity. Here's the main things you could talk about on the show. I basically gave the, the bullet points of what I would talk about and then basically just laid it on a platter for them so they know exactly who I am, my credibility. It showed my, my TV track record, so my podcast track record, but also what I could share to their audience. And that template that I created that I had Saba send out to everyone, literally I had her go through iTunes and pick up all the top podcast shows and send out to all of them. It made it easy. The, the podcaster saw it. They liked it. They said, hey, we'll have them on. And that goes for anybody that's pitching me. I get pitched every single day for somebody to come on my podcast show. If you want to get on my show, lay it out easy for me. Tell me your brief credibility. Say the main points you're going to cover. And then ideally, I mean, promote it to your audience. If you're going to promote it to your audience, that makes me more likely to bring you on the show. You're bringing value. And also podcasters or uh, people that go on podcast shows, they can actually have a one-sheeter that has their picture, that has their main talking points of credibility. And that makes it easier for me to look through. When I get pitched all the time for people to come on my show, I look at that and I say, okay, this is what I like about this, what I, what I don't like, or is this somebody I want? I can scan through it really quickly. So again, it goes back to making it easy for the podcast host, showing the value and laid on platter for them so it's so convenient, so easy, and it's something that's gonna be of, of value to their audience. The rest is history. I mean, since then, I had some great opportunities for getting publicity, and after you build up a track record, it gets so much easier. And I've been able to get on some great shows, and, and now the fact that doing the crowdfunding campaign with Think, the legacy of Think Go Rich, the fact that I'm featuring that film and the financial advisor for that team, that credibility will last forever. And the book, Think and Grow Rich, is one of the top uh, books in, of all time by Napoleon Hill. And the fact that I'm featured in that film uh, and also a part of that team, that's credibility and that's, that's publicity that people want to hear. Especially the fact that I'm in a film with people like Bob Proctor and Lewis Howes and Barbara Corkin, Grant Cardone. And I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Because I'm, I'm associated with other celebrity entrepreneurs and experts out there. So it's instant credibility. It makes it a lot easier for the producer, the journalist, or the podcast host to be like, yeah, I want that person on my show. So to sum this up for you, this is what it comes down to. Again, you give the producer, the podcast host, the journalist what they want. 
to get what you want. You give them a damn good story. You lay out the photos for them. You lay out the bullet points of the story. You lay out everything and make it easy for them where they can literally like copy and paste and have you on the next day and it makes them look good, does their job for them, and it gives their audience a great story that they want to hear. And when you do that, you obviously get what you want, which is on their show, in their article, to get free publicity. And that's the hack. It's simple as that. And again, it's not self-promotion for you. You have to give them the great story. Make it, if you're in a different city, whatever city it is, give a local hook. Why do people care? When I just got on a TV in Orlando, Florida here for West 2, I talked about how we featured people in Winter Park and the entrepreneurs there and how, how the people of Winter Park can learn from these different entrepreneurs that the businesses that were featured in that city. So that was a local hook and is a value to the audience because most people want to know how to start their own business. And I gave them the, literally the title, the three main points and everything for them. I even gave them access to photos on set and even our 36 second promo reel that we had for a trailer of a show. So I did it for them. So if you follow this, anything, you're going to get publicity. It's simple as that. You don't have to reinvent the wheel here. And it's persistence. I mean, you have to reach out. For me, I've, I've reached out to hundreds of TV stations and articles. And if you're consistent with it and you're, you're very persistent, eventually you will get the article. Sometimes it took four or five emails before I got an answer from the producer and then to actually get on the show. It's because they're getting hundreds of emails a day. And just one email is not going to do it. It's very rare that that happens. So you need to be persistent. And again, you got to have a great story to get this. And everything I've learned over the past few years from doing my own marketing campaigns, crowdfunding campaigns, and getting publicity, I've realized that if you want to stand out from the rest and really eliminate your competition in business, you need to build your own media company. And this is what Gary Vaynerchuk's doing he's done and why he's been so successful build your own media company and that's what we have become after seeing how much I could do it for myself and how much I know about getting media attention I realized why don't we just do it since then that's why we've built up for now doing the live to grind podcast show we have our TV show live to grind and Greg Roulette and I have the show ambitious adventures we have a weekly blog we put on events and we have the magazine Accelerate Magazine where we feature other entrepreneurs. So we have our own uh, platform to do favors for others and, and to feature great entrepreneurs out there. And if you are interested in being able to, to get featured in your magazine, you think you have a great story, just go to livetogrind.com and you can submit your story there. Also, most recently, we, we partnered up and invested in a PR firm. Jennifer Spencer, who has been through our accelerator program, she added so much value to me and, and got me on a bunch of shows and, and podcasts and everything else. And I saw how good she was at what she did. I realized, why don't we partner together to use our minds that we know for media and be able to blow up our PR firm? And we, we formed it into Accelerant PR. It's funny because one of her first pitches that she did was for her her ex-boyfriend at the time, Sam Forline, who she pitched me to have him come on my show. I, I said yes. I had Sam on the show and we did that podcast show, but she realized how she enjoyed doing that and she ended up creating her own company, GSPR Services. And after seeing her go through my program and how she knew her stuff and she loves to feature people and for me I, I love helping people get publicity and I, I love to get my own publicity and different things but it's very time consuming and I just thought it was a great partnership for me and our team to collaborate together and to create our own media company so now we have Accelerant PR and if you are looking to get PR or want to get on podcast shows TV shows and we've, we've helped people get on every outlet you can think of 
just go to accelerantpr.com. We'd be happy to feature you and help you get publicity for your business because when you get publicity, it just takes one person to hear you on a podcast show or see you in an article or see you on TV to change your life, to turn into that million dollar deal, to turn into someone who invests in your company or turn it into that big client. So if you're spending two to $3,000 a month on a PR firm, I mean, it's really worth it because it just takes one person to see that credibility or see that publicity or hear you on that show to get you the ROI. And for me, I've seen uh, the amount of money that we've gotten in return from the publicity I've got and the credibility and how people take you more seriously. And when you have featured on Influensive or Huffington Post or Entrepreneur.com or been featured on TV, people that see you, your potential clients, they they instantly see you credible and they don't question your price. That's why PR is so powerful. That's why we've built up our own media company. And for you, if you want to stand out of the crowd again, you need to figure out how to build your own media company or how to get a lot of publicity. And either you hire Accelerant PR or you just follow everything that we teach you. We actually have at AccelerantPR.com. We created a whole course that goes through how to get your own publicity and go through all this, the videos to, to explain to you if you do want to do it yourself like I did. You can. It just takes up more of your time. And for me now, I I value my time. So is it worth me spending hours to get my own publicity or do we just hire it out or use our own PR firm to do it? Because again, your time is the most valuable asset. You may know how to do it, but why not have somebody else do it for you while you're making money in other ways? So again, publicity is everything. Your personal brand is everything. You need to build up your brand. It is through PR, and it's changed my life and my journey from all the PR that I've got from getting on different outlets. And for you, you need to build up your publicity. You need to get your own personal brand. Your brand is everything. And if you build up your personal brand enough like I have done, it changes your life in so many ways. And again, remember this. If you want to get media attention, give a great story and do the journalist's job for them. And if you do that, they'll give you what you want, which is massive media attention. Landing yourself on media outlets and getting media attention allows to build your brand and the perception of who you are and what you do. I've gained so much media attention over the years, and everything I shared two and a half years ago applies to now. It all is a proven steps in terms of providing a great story for the producers, for the journalists giving them something of value, doing their job for them, providing the photos, the video assets, the content that can help them look good and also give them a damn good story. That all applies today. We don't have a PR firm anymore. We have, I mean, after I recorded all this, Sam and I, it was just a few months later that we went on to follow the the journey for success in your city and we we stopped everything else like i completely made a huge change in my life and i'm so glad i recorded this content right before doing the journey for success in your city and you know i've i've used my my tactics around getting media attention for many other outlets since recording this two and a half years ago i think i've landed in four other magazines Uh, a couple that were on covers of magazines. I landed on many other podcast shows, morning shows. Heck, I'm going on a morning show tomorrow to promote Young Entrepreneur Convention. I have so many different outlets to get media attention, and it is a lot of work. If I wanted to focus on it nonstop, I, I could, heck, I could land on TV every single week. It's a proven system, 
And it's persistence. You know, you're going to hear no a lot. You need to reach out to a lot of people. When I had first started going on TV across the country, I remember spending hours each day calling up producers and sending emails and and working to land on different outlets. And I'm glad I did because it prepared me for going on TV. It prepared me for being in the spotlight and just developing myself as an entrepreneur and as a TV host. And it's so crazy how things work because I talk about Clint Arthur when I went to Celebrity Launchpad. And at that event that I went to, that literally from a podcast show, he came on my podcast show. At the end of the show, we made a deal. I ended up going all the way to L.A., did the nine-day trip, the podcast tour, and, and the trip to go to the event where I slept in my truck. I slept in the parking lot of an L.A. Fitness in Hollywood off of Vine Street, and I did that trip for less than 1000 bucks. But when I was at that event, I met Daniel Hall, and through that, over since uh, we had met back in 2015, we stayed in contact. I actually met him when we were in Austin, Texas, filming for Success in Your City, and when he had saw what I did when I went to Netflix and uh, showed up and promoted this on social media, where I just showed up at Netflix requesting a meeting, which uh, got me escorted out. But by doing that, it got his attention, and he reached out to me, and he introduced me to one of his friends who's a big name in the Hollywood industry who is now representing our show and pitching our show to all the major outlets. Think about that. Literally, in 2015, from an event I went to, a celebrity launch pad, and that connection from 2015, now we're in 2019, is now a part of helping us with success in your city. The power of your connections, your relationships, you don't know what event you're going to meet them, where you're going to meet them, but I can tell you, over time, these people will come out of the woodworks and they will help you with what you're doing. Keep in contact with these people, keep the relationship going, you never know what's going to come from it, and literally, that relationship from 2015 is going to result in landing us our major deal for success in your city. If you know anybody that would like a damn good story then I'd be willing to share a story on how my wife and I traveled the country and filmed a TV series around success, sold our house, sold most of our things, and went all in for a TV show. So if any of you, well, maybe you are a journalist or a TV producer or somebody that would like to give us exposure, but if you know somebody, hey, reach out to me, Brandon at BrandonTAdams.com. I'd be happy to provide a great story for you, and I'll even give you access to never-seen-before footage that you can use on this segment. So maybe we'll be collaborating on some more media attention. I'll look forward to seeing your email at brandon at brandontadams.com.